welcome everyone to the FPL Juice Roundup Show! On today's show, we look at the three highs and three lows of the weekend, my FPL team, the key signings of the final few days for the transfer window, FPL Warno gives his take on a certain CR7, our Crystal Palace juicer gives us a lowdown on a potential new asset, the start of the week, and can Spurs win the league? We'll speak with FPL Lion's Ed. Another decent game week with an average of 54 points. Saw once again a lot of high scores, apart from me. But we'll go on to that later. Let's have a look at the three highs and three lows of the season. Number three, Mason Greenwood becomes the first teenager to score in the opening three games since Robbie Fowler in the 1994-95 season. Staying with Man United, by beating Wolves 1-0 at the weekend, they've now set the new unbeaten away record of 28 games. And Tottenham are top of the league. And now, the three lows. At number three, Rhys James' handball at Liverpool changed the course of the game. But was it intentional? Thomas Tuchel had his bit to say on that. Guys ain't the mother- MC. I know everything he's about to say against me. I am white. I am a f***ing bum. I do live in a trailer with my mom. My boy's future is an open time. Number two, Richarlson. He looks like he's being coached by our Everton juicer. He's the most unhappiest footballer I've ever seen. And to make matters worse, he tried to take the penalty away from DCL, but was told in no uncertain terms to give the ball back. And at number one, Arsenal are bottom of the league. That's our highs and lows from the weekend. Now... My FPL team, as Delboy says, he who dares, wins. I lost. It was a shocker. I did what I always do. I listened to advice from Fantasy Football Fix and disregarded it and did my own thing. You know what? I've been doing this since I was a kid. My mum and dad are probably watching this and nodding in agreement. If only I just took people's advice. I'd probably be in Bollywood by now. Anyway, let's look at my team. So I brought Benrahma, Liveramento and Kane for a four-point hit. Sanchez got me two points. Shaw a clean seat with his six points. Trent had a welcome two-point bonus for his four points. Soufal, one point. Rafinha, two points. Benrahma, two points. Barnes, who's been shocking for me, two points. Salah with ten points. Ings, four points. Antonio, eleven. And Kane, my captain, with two points. Taking away my minus four hit, I've got a grand total of 42 points. Harry Kane... You let me down. I felt for you when you wanted to go to Man City. I thought, yeah, you should go. You should go and win something. But it didn't work out. That's life. You've got to start again. Show City what they've been missing. And you come back with a lame two points. Me and you are done. I know you're going to come back and haunt me, but you're not in my team anymore because me and you are through. Right, I'm glad I got that off my chest. Lucky for me, I always have friends in high places that always make me feel a bit better about myself. Right. I've pressed the button. I'm wildcarding. I need to get myself out of this mess. Tune in to next week's show where I'll be revealing my wildcard team. And if, like me, you need help, then you can sign up to be a premium or premium plus member of Fantasy Football Fix and get 65% off with the code JUICE65, giving you access to price changes, fixture strategies and elite team reveals. Now, let's move on to the next part of the show. The transfer window's closed so let's look at some of the key signings over the last few days. Cristiano Ronaldo is the biggest signing of the window. Priced at 12.5 million, is he essential for FPL squads? Will he play every game? Are penalties and free kicks now going to be taken away from Bruno? And what's happening to Mason Greenwood's game time? Let's hear from our United juicer, FPL Warno. Right, Jay. 
Again, you're asking all the right questions, mate. Ronaldo, is he essential? No. 12.5 million came out as today. Even as a United fan, I don't think he's essential. Does it make Bruno a less admirable asset, I suppose? Yes. I, don't, I, I, I can't see him not taking the penalties. Free kicks is another question. Ollie will have rain on that, I, I can imagine. Greenwood, can you drop a player scoring three goals in three games with a, t- with a team that has only scored two goals the last two weeks? Really hard to drop, right? He has to be playing right wing. Sancho looked a little bit off it on the weekend. He obviously needs some, like a little bit of time to get up to match sharpness. I would be picking Greenwood. Doesn't make us champions? Absolutely not. I think we still definitely need a CDM, which we're not going to get now. It's, it's um, now it's deadline day. Ronaldo's Ronaldo there. It's going to be hard not to own him in a fantasy game. I think at some point throughout this season, that game week 14 through 20-something, our run is crazy. It's going to be hard not to be on him. But as for now, I don't think he's essential, but he will be a bloody good choice. Get Bruno out. Get Ronaldo in. Interesting take from FPL Warno. I think Greenwood owner should breathe easy. He's going to play. He might be out wide, but he's just been on too good a form to be dropped. But I think a lot of us will find it hard to resist bringing Ronaldo to our teams. Here's some wise words from our statmaster, FPL Goat. The thing is, Ole doesn't decide if Ronaldo will start or not. Ronaldo will decide if he wants to start. Very interesting and probably not far from the truth. Staying with United, they sold Dan James to Leeds for £25 Now, rumour has it he was sold to free up the number 21 shirt, which happens to be Cavani's international number, because we all know where the number 7 is going. But now Leeds have another winger. How will that affect the game time of both Rafinha and Harrison? It's something to keep an eye on. Kurt Zuma has joined West Ham for £29 He's 5.4 in the game. Last season, he was the highest scoring defender, and no team created more chances from set pieces than West Ham. Is this a match made in FPL heaven? West Ham's also signed two midfielders, Nikola Vlasic for £26.8 million and Alex Kral on loan. This could create a potential rotation issue for FPL owners or West Ham midfielders, so watch out for that one. Odson Eduard joined Crystal Palace for £14 million from Celtic, a much-needed striker to help their attacking play. Another player who might be helped who scored two goals at the weekend, was Conor Gallagher at £5.5 million. Could he be an underpriced FPL asset? Let's hear more from our Palace juicer, FPL Eze. Hey guys, so Conor Gallagher made a big impression in West Ham versus Crystal Palace on Saturday. So let's dive into whether he could be a real FPL option for our teams. It's nice to be actually speaking about a Palace player in good light for once. So Gallagher in his post-match interview said, He just loves being a midfielder who impacts the game, whether that's in the defensive third, making big tackles, whether it's making key passes and getting assists or popping up in the box for scoring goals, which is exactly what he did on Saturday, scoring two goals. The second one, especially a lovely bit of skill to cut back inside and a really composed finish. So Gallagher plays on the right hand side of a midfield three. On Saturday, it was Cheku Kiate in that holding role with James MacArthur on the left, Gallagher on the right. And Gallagher really has that free role to just come back and defend, but then also really burst forward and make things happen. And it's exactly what we saw. So Gallagher, I think we can definitely see picking up more goals and more assists, especially when the likes of Eze and Elise are still out and we're lacking creativity. Vieira's really got Gallagher having that role where he can go and impact the game. So 5.5 could be a great price for an enabler who's going to play 90 minutes every game. We'll get you the odd goal and assist. And Palace's fixture run 
has been tough, but it could be getting a little bit better in a couple of weeks. So definitely watch this space of Gallagher. I think he could be a great option for Palace, thriving in a team. I think Vieira really likes his style of play. So one to watch for sure. And I would not be against anyone getting him in if he keeps showing the form that he did on Saturday. Cheers, guys. Thanks, FPL SA. Very interesting. And that one is definitely going to be on my watch list. Leicester completed a season-long loan for Dharma Lukman. Further complicating who's going to play out wide with so many options for Leicester. Chelsea have signed Sol on loan. Like they need more players. Everton's only signing of the deadline day was Solomon Rondon on a free. Surely that's not enough for Rafa. It reminds me of one of his famous quotes. I asked for a table. They brought me a lampshade. And Spurs have signed a right back from Barcelona. Emerson Royal for £25.8 Don't know anything about him, but he's got the best name in the league. That's our highlights of the final few days of the transfer window. Staying with Spurs, they're top of the table. Can they win it? Is Son the best asset? Let's hear from FPL Line Z. Love, did you see Arsenal's on top of the league? Oh, wait. Oh, didn't hear you there. Um, Can't hear so well from on top of the league. Um, But yeah, Uh, can Spurs win it from the position that they're in now? I doubt it. Maybe uh, fourth position, Champions League position, possible. We know what Leicester did a couple of years ago. Definitely a possibility. For FPL, who do target Son or Kane? At the moment, Son is a 10.1, much better value than Kane, um, involved in everything. So definitely a target if you need a Spurs asset. But don't forget that mid-priced Dele Ali also playing full minutes and definitely will be on the score sheet much more this season. Back to you, Jay. Thanks, FPL Lineshead. What a guy. That's all from the show. I hope you've enjoyed it. Now, we are finalists in the Football Content Awards. Please vote for us by heading over to footballcontentawards.com. Click on Vote Now and scroll down to Best in Fantasy Football and select us in the Best Video and Podcast categories. Also, next Tuesday, the boys, Nick and Ash, will be back with another live FBL Juice show at 8pm, followed by the Juice Bar. And I'll be back next Thursday with my wildcard team reveal. Don't miss it. Bye, everyone.